1: Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories, but did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. (laughs) Every Tuesday at 8pm Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions.
2: Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified
1: when our room is going live every Tuesday, and we'll save you a spot by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Green Room for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> And welcome everyone. Today is an exciting day because if you didn't already know, also we're waiting for Kryn, but I have exciting news and I couldn't wait for her to tell you. It is World Contact Day with aliens. Where's Corinne? I need to celebrate with her. There she is. Oops, Daisy.
2: <laughs> okay. I panicked. It's... I forgot how to get on. I haven't been on my own profile in so
1: long. <laughs> I was like ah! Or is it the aliens? <laughs> oh, did you did you say? Yeah. It's World Contact Day, everyone. So way back when, I don't know when, I must have saved it in my calendar as a reoccurring annual celebration, probably from like an episode we were talking about. Mm -hmm. And I wrote in our calendar, Speak to Aliens Day. And so when I saw that we were doing (laughs) Green Room on the same day, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about this. This is so cool. And so we did a little research before, apparently back in 1953 The International Flying Saucer Bureau, the IFSB, declared the first World Contact Day and they sent a telepathic message into space. Part of the message stated, we are your friends and would like you to make an appearance here on Earth. Please come in peace and help us in our earthly problems. Let us hear from you. Ever since 1953, March 15th has been World Contact Day where we all seek contact with with our, my loving beings, the aliens. I mean,
2: I'd be curious, like ha- have the people who created the IFSB, the, what is it? The Flying Saucer, Flying
1: Saucer Bureau. Bureau.
2: I'd be curious to hear if they think that they've received a response anytime in the past 50 some years or 70 some years now. I also know. the first message that they sent kind of reminded me of church. Like I felt like I was in Catholic mass. <laughs> like, let us hear from you. <laughs> Peaceful. Like, I, I feel like... I'm supposed to hold the person's hand next to me as that's being said.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe that will help. I wish you were next to me. I'd hel- hold your hand and speak to my...
2: I'm glad they're sending good vibes out though. You know, like it, it's not it's not yeah. some annoying message. It's just... Hey, come. Well, uh, maybe it is annoying to aliens to be like, oh my God. I know my message is quite annoying. Abduct me. Abduct me. me, please. Abduct me.
1: <laughs> but like, think over about over. their
2: message, too. They were like, come help us with our problems. And they're like, oh, Earth again. Always asking us for help. <laughs> Just figure it out yourselves. But, you know, we get it we together. Earth. <laughs> yeah. So
1: it's a special day um, for you. And it's a special, it day is a special day for all of us. It is. Maybe tonight, as I'm sleeping, I'll be taken oh. up. Well, they better return you because you and I are gonna to be together this weekend. So we are. Oh my gosh. This is actually amazing because we like haven't talked about this on the podcast at all. So this is like secret insider info for all of you who are here at <laughs> View. Karin and I are going to Austin, <laughs> Texas this weekend. We are having yeah, a spooky lads' holiday, gals' holiday. If you watch Love Island in <laughs> Austin, Texas, and we're staying at the Driscoll Hotel, the haunted hotel.
2: Yeah, yo. We were like, let's just go somewhere. What's in between the two of us that has a ton of haunted places where we can just run around the city and get drinks and find people who have haunting tales to tell
1: us. <laughs> yeah, basically ask every person. Do you believe in ghosts? And have you seen any? Are there any right here, right now? Uh, I'm so excited. If anybody lives
2: in Austin or has been to Austin and has some suggestions as to places we should go, like spooky haunted places, please put them in the chat. We were researching some and realized that a lot of places have closed. So so we do need some some suggestions to fill in our
1: gaps. And email us too, in case we don't catch it all in the chat. We just, it would be nice to have it. So we remember it all. Yeah, definitely. Hi, Kay. Kay says, he hello
2: fun. from Massachusetts. Ooh, Fellow hello. Masshole with me.
1: Wait, Olivia. Is the theme aliens? Oh. I was wait. literally searching for alien stories on podcasts today. I must have had a premonition. Wow. This is meant to be.
2: <laughs> the aliens are communicating okay. with us. Well, here's our call to action. If anyone has UFO alien abduction stories that they want to share, raise your hand to speak, click ask to speak, and then also put put an emoji of an alien in the chat so that we know that you have an alien story so we can make sure to bring up a few alien
1: stories. Yeah, technically there's no theme today, but because it happens to be World Contact Day, we we would love to start today's episode with an alien encounter. So send up an alien in the chat if you have one. If anybody has any. Oh, Caitlin. Caitlin, do we have an abduction?
2: Possible UFO sighting. All right, we're bringing Caitlin up. Amazing. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. Hi, Caitlin. Oh no, my gosh. Did you ever think that you'd be live on a platform talking about aliens on World <laughs> Contact Day?
3: Especially
2: not the first one to speak tonight. Like,
3: <laughs> I wasn't planning on sharing an alien stories tonight. I was planning on sharing my weird um, encounter with a troll slash gremlin thing, but.
2: Okay. Well, you have Um, to tell us both. Okay. Well now we want both. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I can talk super fast. I'm a teacher and I have ADHD. So just buckle up. (laughs) So you're perfect Uh, for podcasting. We're here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So aliens, I, oh God, I have so many, but I will tell you the one that was the scariest experience for me personally. So my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, he had a truck and there's this back road that we would take when we were going back and forth between each other's houses at night. And it's completely surrounded by orange groves, middle of nowhere, because we live in kind of rural central Florida. We're not too far from anything, but like where we are is kind of podunk small town. And so we were coming back from his house one night down these middle of nowhere, dark ass roads. And we felt something like, like something huge jumped in the back of the truck. And like the stupid ass white boy my husband is, he stops (laughs) the truck and pulls over to check it out. And I'm like, hun,
4: (laughs) no, 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 no.
3: My father has driven up and down this road his whole life and seen lights in the distance. His, my husband's father, when they were younger, used to drive mud wheelers and, or four wheelers in orange groves. And one night literally saw red eyes following them and it scared them so much one of the guys pissed themselves oh, holy crap like
2: yeah red eyes. and one night Wait, this my... is Flor- this is in florida this you in said
3: central florida yes
2: in central florida okay um so i
3: live in like in between the i'm like almost in the middle between orlando and tampa so if i drive about 45 minutes either direction like orlando tampa And I'm smack dab in this teeny tiny little town no one's ever heard of called Eagle Lake. And yeah, and there's a lot of, there's there's so much weird stuff in Florida.
2: Well, yeah, and I-4 Dead Zone is
3: over in that area too. I've heard that
2: so many times, guys. When you talk about
5: that episode. Okay, well, I'm
3: I'm
2: glad you're still with us because that place scares me. I-4 in general is a scary place to drive. Seriously. All right. All right. So bring us back to. There's a thud in the there's back thud of thud of the truck. In the truck, and he pulls over. Like
3: literally, you feel like there's something heavy in the truck, and he pulls over. Nothing's there. Nothing's around us. We thought he thought maybe he bumped, hit something, or fell. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And so he gets back in the car, and we start driving. And I feel like I am hearing. I don't know if I want to describe it as a buzzing sound, but that's the closest I can really say. I feel like I hear a buzzing sound all around us. And keep in mind, like it's literally just fields and orange robes everywhere, and it's in the middle of the night. It's pitch black, Mm -hmm. and suddenly it's like I don't know. It's it's like the little orange lights. People, it's they're literally just zipping around around above us and it was there two seconds and gone and I was like, it was just a plane. We live near an airport. It was just a plane, but it moved really fast. And we have no idea what in the world made the truck (laughs) jump like it did. Like literally it was like a giant something jumped in the back of it and jumped out. oh! I to this day That's so creepy down that road at night anymore. I refuse.
2: I don't blame you. But, but I do want you to put up some like good old wilderness hunting cams along, along the road so that we can capture (laughs) some footage. There
3: are so many like, and my dad has seen lights down that road. My husband's dad, friends, like it's, oh, it's so crazy. There's so many. Is it pretty
1: isolated?
3: I mean, we, we have enough, there's a decent amount of stuff around. But there's a couple of stretches around here that are still kind of middle of nowhere for a little bit, but it is, it's building up a lot. So like, it's not like we're middle of nowhere completely. We're still 10, 15 minutes from like a Walmart. Like that's, that's our big thing.
2: <laughs> so I mean, Walmart is fantastic um. to shop at. So unbeatable <laughs> prices, price matching. The oh, aliens wish they had it. <laughs> But geez, okay, wait. So tell us about when you saw Okay. the, the gnome
3: so or the I'm troll. i tell you
2: about Bok Tower.
3: Bock Tower Gardens is the most elevated spot in Florida, which is only 290-ish feet above sea level because Florida is super flat. But um, it's surrounded by orange groves. And it was um, – I, I wrote down some, the dates so I didn't forget. So I'm going to my notes. So in 1947, this is like some background on what I'm pretty sure I saw. It was in 1947 when a family who lived in the orange groves, they noticed that a lot of their fruit was starting to go missing. And so they set traps hoping to catch like whatever animal was eating it. But instead they caught a tiny hairy man that spoke a language they couldn't understand. (gasps) And they called the police. Yeah, they called the police. They came and they took him away in an orange crate. However, as soon as the police (gasps) took him... The family started being like assaulted by a ton of other little creatures. And so like the house was oh attacked God. by dozens of them. And so they called the police to bring the little creature back and let it go. And once they let it go, they never saw them again. Until possibly when I was in what? like fourth grade, we were walking around at Bach Tower because it's it's a gardens now, you can go. It's really, really beautiful. But, um, I was in fourth grade. My sister was in a stroller and my mom and I were all walking together. And of course, I was running ahead of them and looking at all the flowers. And I had the brilliant idea that I was going to hide behind some bushes and scare them when they finally caught up with me. So I'm crouching in the grass and, you know, I hear something scurry next to me and I, you know, I didn't think anything of it because it's Florida. We have squirrels and lizards and birds and it's, there's stuff everywhere, but I felt (laughs) something like brush past me. And so, um, when I looked, I swear, like the thing, I, I, I called it a gnome. It literally was like a little fairy gnome person. And it was like running back through the bushes. So what began as me trying to scare my mom and my sister turned into being me, super freaked out. And at this time, I had never heard of the story about the gnomes before. I didn't end up reading about it until later. And there's a book, there's like a whole book series. They're called Erie, Florida. And, um, he, the author, I think it's a guy and his wife, they actually write and illustrate all stories about Florida. And it's, um, uh, Mark Muncie is the author and he, he writes a ton of, like, stories about all the weird Florida, like, ghosts and cryptids. And he's a really cool dude. I actually met him recently because we have, like, a sci-fi convention event thing that we do in my town once a year. And he came to that. Oh, oh that's so, so, so cool. was super cool. I dressed up like Sailor Moon. It was a great time. Um, <laughs> so I ended up hearing that story years, years later. And I was like, is that what I saw? oh my god this is
2: so freaking cool I could like punch a hole in my wall right now this is this is everything to me I believe Sabrina always makes fun of me not makes fun of me because Sabrina you mostly believe too but like I believe in everything and to hear someone firsthand experience and then to have another person like back up all of that oh my gosh I'm living for this I don't I don't even
3: believe wow I'm I'm a very open person and like ghosts and stuff but like Gnomes and like stuff like that. I'm just like, what? And I, I probably like, I had written it off. I hadn't thought about it until I read it in the story, and I was like, it was like a memory got unlocked.
2: And I was like, oh my god!
1: Wow. <laughs> so
2: yeah, that is wild. I keep thinking about the the story on top of the mountain that the that the man had told you, where like they took the little hairy man yeah. who spoke another language in a crate for some time. And I just, Oh God, I just want to be there. Please, I
1: want to uh, experience oh it. Corinne is death. Corinne, you like need to just uh, go be a cryptid hunter. I, I feel like the Boggy
3: Creek monster, which is like our version of big flight. We've got Sea oh Mile St. John's River. <laughs> like, I'm coming to the convention next year. Oh Count yeah, me in. Wait, oh that that's fun. It's an outdoor convention, and it's like they have booths set up all along. They literally shut down the entirety of Bartow, which is another teeny tiny town. And it's, you've got like local vendors, people who make really cool art, people who make freaking swords. And like, wow. That's like so sick. I contest. want one too.
1: And like, I had so a coworker who I had a coworker who had a sword like on her wall by her bedside, and she like was trained in using it. Oh wow! And I was like, oh, wow, no, <gasps> no one better break into your place.
2: <laughs> that's a new. That's a new skill that I would like to acquire. I feel like everyone <laughs> should have training in bedside sword sword wielding. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Corinne's just gonna be a cryptid hunter who sword fights. I
2: did. I took stage combat in college. We were theater majors for a hot second. And I That's did a cool. little sword battle. I was a music major. I've done a lot of theater. I did a lot of musicals.
3: So what do you, you said you're a, teacher, a teacher too. Teacher, what do you teach? So I teach first grade right now. So I do a little bit of everything. Oh, so yes. And they believe too. They are with us. Oh y'all they see straight up. My kids think I'm a witch. I keep little potion bottles in my classrooms and <sighs> jars. And every morning we have like a minute of silent time, and you know the kids are use it for whatever they will. And I like recharge my spell jars and stuff. And I have a little spray bottle that's just straight water, wow. but I make it look really pretty. And if the kids get a boo boo, I'm like, I'm gonna spray my magical oh. potion on you and make it feel
1: better. <laughs> oh my goodness. gosh! I want you to be my teacher. <laughs> I want you to be my mom. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Wow. Caitlin, Caitlin this was you're... a great way to start. You you thank made you cringe week. Oh my God. You guys have made my week. This is too cool. Uh, <laughs> thank you so yeah. much, Caitlin. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Ooh. All right. Wow. A cryptid for you and an alien for me. I know. Best I'm... of both worlds.
2: I can't believe I was even yawning before this. I'm so awake now. I'm into it, I'm ready. <laughs> Ready for anything that people bring us.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to bring up Sightseeing Sam, which is the coolest name. Sightseeing Sam. Hello. And I'm going to bring up Bree. Okay, amazing. Hello, Hello. Sightseeing
2: Sam. can you hear
1: me? Yes.
6: Hi, ladies. It's so good to hear from you.
1: Welcome to the stage. Oh,
6: I'm so World Contact
1: Day. <laughs> You'll have to change your name to sightseeing stage, Sam.
6: Right. <laughs> well, I have traveled all 50 states and I've been to four different countries, so I'm, I'm all over the place.
1: <laughs> so you've seen oh, a wow. lot. Not only places, but probably ghosts and cryptids and the, all of that stuff.
6: Yes. And especially back east, I've stayed in some hotels that are extremely creepy. I don't remember all the names of them some experiences. And I am I love listening to your podcast. So thank you for having me.
2: Oh, well, well thank you <laughs> well, for <thanks>. joining us.
6: <laughs> We're <laughs> excited you.
2: to hear. What okay. sort of stories do you have?
6: So I've got one that's a three-part story, and I'll be quick about it because I know that everyone wants to share. Um, so I'll just get right into it. So uh, let's see here. It starts about when I was in high school, and I decided to take voice lessons. It's something I always wanted to do. So I, uh, my mom helped me find a voice teacher and I was starting voice lessons. It was about two months into the the voice lessons when I went over to his house and we just started talking and we actually didn't have a voice lesson that day because we just got into such a deep conversation about the afterlife <laughs> and... Just the, the most bizarre things. And when I... St-
1: you had a life lesson instead of a music <laughs> lesson.
6: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so when I left his house to get in my car, and it's dark, it's probably like nine o'clock. Uh, I couldn't get in my car because someone was sitting in the back seat. And I just stood there, freaked out, ran back inside. And I was like, you have to help me. Someone's in my car. And he... Is freaked oh out gosh. at this point too. He's like, "Wait, what's happening?" <laughs> so he comes outside, and sure enough, no one's in the car. But I know for a fact that someone was sitting in the back seat, and you had seen it them. was a full, like it was like a full figure. Uh, my windows were in t- were tinted. Uh-huh. It was a BMW, and someone was back there, and it was the the scariest feeling I had ever mm-hmm. had in my life. So he got me into the car, and he's like, "You're fine. Like, you know, maybe you just saw something." So I reluctantly get into the car and I start driving home, which is about a 15 minute drive home. And the whole time I could just sense someone was in the backseat with me and I didn't know what it was. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So I was freaking out. Um, And I should preface that this was about the time in my life um, when I came out to my friends as gay. Uh, So I was just going through a really Mm -hmm. hard struggle in my life, trying to figure out who I was. And so mm-hmm. that happened. And then about six months later, me and my friends go downtown, Salt Lake City, which is where I'm from. And there was an old abandoned hospital. I think it was a children's hospital at the time. Um, They've knocked it down and rebuilt it. So it's not there anymore. But, you know, being the kids that we were and we loved adventure, like I played with Ouija boards and done all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> we go downtown oh and there's about six of us. And the abandoned hospital has gates around it so you can't get in. But we found a little way to sneak in on the backside. And we got right up to the hospital and we're kind of looking in the windows. And nothing really happened. We were just kind of naturally spooked because of the environment, you know? So um, we get back into the car and we start driving. And the guy that was driving the car was my really good friend. And, you know, naturally hormones and stuff. I was like, Oh, you know, he's really cute. Da, da, da. And then all of a sudden I'm in the back seat by myself. Cause there was, it was like a three row suburban, you know? So, um, everyone was filled up front in the front two rows and I was in the back by mm-hmm. myself. And all of a sudden I just felt this, these, these hands kind of grasp my neck and start choking me and I'm, <gasps> and I'm by myself back there no. and I'm just like freaking out. I can't breathe. I'm trying to scream for help. And after about maybe 15, 20 seconds, my friend that was driving looks in the rear view mirror and just sees me and like slams on his brake. He's like, Sam. And he's like, are you okay? He pulls over and everyone's like, what's wrong? And my face was just white. And I just like kind of start sobbing. And I was like, so scared. It was the most horrific feeling. I just felt someone choking me in the back seat and I didn't understand why and nothing else happened after that these are the first two experiences of this three-part story that like someone was mad at me you know you could just sense an entity was there and they're mad at you and you don't know why you don't know what you did and so this yeah (laughs) I mean
1: if the hands around your neck were not enough to feel that yeah
6: exactly so Years go by, and this was about five years ago. And I was actually in Long Island, which is funny because the hotel that we were staying at, which doesn't apply to anything, but it was close to the Amityville Horror House or whatever. So <laughs> I just Ooh, thought that was kind yeah. of funny. But no, we're at this hotel, we're doing a conference. I used to be a seminar director for, um, HDTV. And like I worked with Shark Tank and Kevin O'Leary. And so we would do these seminars where people would come in to to see him and sign up for our real estate program. So it was really fun. Um, So we're doing this event and we have volunteers that are helping us because there's about 2,000 people. right? And so I'm facilitating everything. And the event starts and Kevin's speaking and I'm sitting in the back by the um, soundboard and I just start rubbing my shoulders because they hurt. And one of the girls that was a volunteer, she lives there in New York. She's like, oh, your shoulder hurts. And I was like, yeah, it hurts really bad. She goes, well, I'm actually a massage a massage therapist. She's like, do you mind if I, you know, see if there's a knot there? And I was like, yeah, go for it. I don't care. So she...
1: I don't like where
6: this is going. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I was like,
2: man,
6: I wish people would ask me that. I know. I was like, for a massage, <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So she... Proceeds to get behind me and places her hand on my shoulders and squeezes and stops and then releases her hands instantly. And I'm sitting there like, okay, maybe she's adjusting. What's going on? And I proceed after a few seconds to look back at her and she's white as a ghost and her hands are just kind of like up in the air. I was like, what's wrong? And she goes, No. I probably should have told you this, but I wasn't expecting this to happen, but I'm also a clairvoyant and I'm like okay where is this going and she goes the minute that I put my hands on your shoulder six angels started surrounding you oh my god oh my god (laughs) and at this point I get the chills and I'm starting to freak out I'm like okay I don't know what's happening and she goes wow you are extremely loved well first of all she goes is it okay if I if I talk about this with you. And I was like, please, please, like you can't just bring this up and then not, she's like, these, <laughs> yeah. these people are, they extremely love you. And they're so proud of you because they know how hard it was for you growing up, you know, with who you are, um, and being in a religion that doesn't accept you and your family when you came out, didn't accept you. And, you know, one of them's your grandmother and she wants you to know that even though you, uh. you were really young when she died, um, and her daughter, which is my mom, doesn't accept you. That she does, and and she'll take that weight for her. And wow. she goes, <laughs> "Oh, Sam, this is so this beautiful." This is where the 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 first two parts come in. She goes, "There's someone else here." Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> she goes, "There's someone else here, and he's young, and he's really handsome." And she goes, "He wants you to know he's extremely sorry." Cause he was mad at you and he tried to attack you a few times. And I was like, instantly oh remembered those two stories after my voice lessons where someone was in the back of my car being yeah. choked after the, the hospital, the spooky hospital. And, um, I, I knew it was my, my friend Levi instantly and Levi, um, took his life when I was in high school and we were best friends growing up. We were inseparable, oh, and, gosh. um, so I, I just, I was like, well, you know, can you, can you tell me a little bit more? Like, is, is he sent, is he telling you anything? And she goes, he wants you to know that he was mad at you because he just wishes you would have told him you were gay before he died because he too is struggling with it. Oh. He too was struggling with the exact same oh. things. And I just, yeah. I just started crying. Oh I just couldn't gosh. believe it. And then thinking back on it, I was like, as scary as those moments were, it wasn't like necessarily like a demon or anything. Like I could sense a closeness right. to those experiences, whoever that was in the back of my car choking me. Like, I think he, he was just, yeah, and it was personal. His, his only way of being like, Oh, why didn't you tell me when I was alive? Like I, I was going through the same thing. I could have used right, you or, right. or vice versa. We could have helped each other. And I just have no clue all these years. So that's my crazy story. Oh my um,
1: Sam, it's a beautiful story. And I'm just, it's so wild because had you not had all these experiences, you never would have known what the first two were and that this woman just came up yeah. to you and kind of had this feeling and needed to tell you and share it with you.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, this story could have gone unanswered. You could have never known. And I also was like worried it was going in a darker direction, but then to learn <laughs> that, you know, you have angels, you're surrounded by angels.
6: Yeah. 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 And it's something that has uh, been in my life for right. since I can remember. I, I mean, I could go off for hours about stories, um, visitations, conversations with ghosts, um, dreams that I've had where, you know, they actually came true. Um, I, I, My brother's had many experiences, too. My mom's always told me I'm very close wow. to I guess the realm, whatever you want to call it, the veil. Um, and I've just, I, with, even with my experiences, like I served a mission for my church, um, I've had experiences where, you know, people were like, I've been waiting for you, you know, and (laughs) I was in Brazil. (laughs) I was in Brazil serving and uh, I've been waiting for you for years. Like uh, I I could just go on forever. I I get emotional sometimes about everything. But yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay, you
1: have to email (laughs) us. We want to know. Yeah, we want all to hear. I know you have
2: so much more, right? Yeah, man, my body—like the whole time you've been speaking, I've just been having full-body chills yeah. over and over. Like <laughs> the, the hair on my big toes are standing <laughs> up straight. Like I am like chilled to the core. These are wow. It's just so beautiful what you've gone through and and how much you've experienced and to know that you have all of the support from the other side, even though you know, like in this current life and on mm-hmm. on Earth as you've lived and. and as you were getting ready to to come out to people and, and to accept that about yourself. I know that that was obviously really hard and, and that that was something that your friend who had passed was struggling with as well. And I just think it's really beautiful that now you know that, that he is supporting you from mm-hmm. beyond and you have all these other angels yeah. supporting yeah. you and that he knows mm-hmm. too in his act. Like, I'm sure seeing you accept yourself helped him a lot in terms of where he was In the spirit realm, understanding and accepting himself.
6: Exactly. And um, I've actually had a conversation with him about four years ago. I was sitting on my patio and I was able to kind of talk to him. I know that sounds crazy and weird. Um, I didn't see him or anything. I just knew he was there and we were talking back and forth. I couldn't hear anything, but I just, I could feel what he was saying. It was crazy. But also, um, I've lost nine friends to suicide and, oh my gosh, and seven oh of them no, were I'm also so gay and dealing with it. And Utah has a high suicide rate. You know, I don't know if you guys knew that, but I think we're one of the top yeah. states. And so I've gone through a lot and I've been in people's lives. I know for a reason. Um, So there is something there that's really special that I hold on to. And I'm just glad to have shared that with you in person because I initially was going to write it out in an email. But I was like, no, I'm going to try to get on Green Room and and share it live because I just felt like it was more We're so So, glad that you did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you for sharing this with us. It's such a beautiful and moving story.
6: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I I put the alien picture in there because yeah, um, I did have one of those but I know I've already taken up too much time so we'll have to email it or something well
2: no you gave yeah you gave us some beautiful stories <laughs> so thank you for that yeah. <laughs> and to if you have any suggestions in terms of like places to donate in Utah Sabrina and I both donate to the Trevor Project but like there's there's obviously so many more places that that we could and I feel like we enjoy donating to places that are near and dear to our listeners hearts as well so if oh, you have any of those sweet. please please pass them along and, and share them with us and yeah let mm-hmm. us know
6: we will do that awesome you guys are so great oh this was such a treat thank you so Sam, much you're me. great
2: you should read <laughs> through great. the comments the people yeah you have in, some fans in, in the chat yeah
6: i think <laughs> I go everybody's back and, uh, check them out
2: <laughs> all thank the hearts you so much Sam.
6: <laughs> Well, good. It was very uh, scary, nerve-wracking. I'm sure you could hear like my jitterness. No, not at all. But- Are no- you
1: kidding? <laughs> just- I feel like you do this professionally.
6: Uh, well, thank you so much. Ah, what a treat. Thank you guys.
1: Thank you, thank Sam. You, Sam.
6: Yeah. Have a yeah. good one.
1: You too. Oh. Wow, that was so moving. I know. I I'm so sorry fields. if I startled
2: anyone with a loud noise. I dropped my microphone in the middle of Sam's story because I was just like so blown away. I knocked it over. I wasn't paying attention at all. So <laughs> sorry if that startled anyone. Um, oh, I didn't even. Okay. Hear it. Well, that's good. Hopefully, it didn't pick up. But
1: I was whew. too enthralled. I think I know. not even notice. I know. I don't think I breathed much the last few <laughs> minutes. Wow. I feel like you and I often forget how forget to do that, which is maybe the most I important know. part of living. <laughs>
2: happen naturally, but somehow I have to consciously think, breathe in,
0: breathe out, breathe in. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
1: With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found.
4: That project manager I could never
1: seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm going to bring up Bree. Awesome. And after that, I'm going to bring up of people who,
2: oh, I saw someone had asked how to request to speak. So if this is your first time here or you just don't know how to navigate to it, if you're looking at the chat, you can click on the top left, the arrow over, and underneath all the bubbles of people's profile pictures, you, there's a mute button and there's also a ask to speak button. So you can click that. And then when people are speaking, you can double tap their profile pictures and that gives them a diamond. Which we don't know what it does. I don't think it, it does. Ever make you feel good. Yes, that's exactly what it does. It's just good vibrations.
1: And All right. I'm going to bring up Bree and then I'm going to bring up Emily, Emily Colleen. Okay.
2: Amazing. Everyone's going, go,
1: Brie, go. Yay,
4: Brie. Hi, Brie. Hey. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, I am so excited. I you have a
2: little kitty in your profile, so Sabrina's I gonna want to know the name.
4: <laughs> yes, that is Sophie. She is Sophie. my firstborn. Um, and she's got a little tabby sister named Delilah. Um, but yeah, she's She's a crazy calico. She's a brat, but I love her. (laughs) Uh, I love bratty cats. Yes, like they're just so precious. Her meow is actually very similar to Leia's. And so whenever I hear Leia's meow in the podcast, my like cat mom instincts go off. And I'm always like, yes, Sophie. (laughs) But you guys, I've I've been listening to the podcast since like 2018, I think. And the pyramid scheme is working because... I don't think you guys, like, have any idea how much you have infiltrated my life. Because I, I, like, read all your book suggestions. Um, I read The Stand because Sabrina suggested it. And it's now my my favorite book that I've ever read. Right. Isn't it amazing? It's incredible. All right, I'm adding this to my Goodreads. It's right a long now. read, yes. but it's it's so very long. worth it. But listen, I like. Okay. I was not really into reading at the time that I picked it up, um, and I just decided to give it a shot. I was like, I'm going to trust Sabrina, <laughs> and I got through it. So you can do it, Corinne. Wow. I believe. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you read it. It's so good.
4: It's so good. Um, and yeah, like I use Pretty Litter because you guys had them as a sponsor for the podcast. Um, yeah, like literally there's just so many things that I can't even think of right now. I love it. Yes. I love so it. Great. The pyramid scheme is working. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so my story took place about a year ago. Um, my mom and I decided to fly out to Pennsylvania to see my grandparents on her side and, I've stayed in their house many times before and I've never had any sort of paranormal experiences. So this was kind of came out of the blue. But basically, the first night that we were there, I kept having this very weird dream. And in the dream, I was in a car with my mom and my aunt, and we were driving. It was the middle of the night and we were driving down a dark road. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're in the woods, typical beginning of a horror movie type of scene. And then a woman comes running into the middle of the road in this dream. And she's wearing like, you guessed it, a long white dress and she's covered in mud and dirt. And my aunt, who's driving the car in the dream, Ah. slams on her brakes and, you know, we get out of the car. And I can't remember exactly what this woman said, but it was something along the lines of, you need to help me bury the body or you need to help me find the body. It was one of those two. And so, and she just kept saying it over and over. And we were like, ma'am, like, I'm sorry. I don't know how to help you. And then I woke up because I felt someone grabbing my shoulder like very tightly. Um, And I really... I go through bouts of insomnia, but like, I am a pretty decent sleeper for the most part. And I have never had this issue before. And so, yeah, I wake up, I assume that maybe I slept in and my mom is waking me up, but nope, it is the middle of the night and there's no one there. And I fully just felt someone grab my shoulder. And so I start to like freak out and my mom and I were sharing a room. So, you know, she wakes up And I just kept saying, I was like, oh my God, someone just touched me. Someone touched me. Um, And so, you know, it was freaky, but whatever, we moved on. The next night rolls around and the same thing happens again. I felt like two hands this time were grabbing onto each of my shoulders. And I felt like someone was shaking me awake. And where was
1: your bed? I just am curious, like relative to like the wall, like where, like where they, did it feel like they were standing behind the bed or reaching out from a wall?
4: Um, so it was the bed, like the headboard was against one of the walls, and then there was mm-hmm. space on either side of the bed. So I kind of thought maybe my mom was like leaning over the side of the bed and you know, trying to shake me awake. That was kind of what it felt okay. like. But now mm. it's funny that you bring that up because now that I think about it, there's wow. a giant mirror <laughs> like right across from the bed in that room. And all the furniture is oh. Just a giant yes, portal. It's a giant portal. <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah, that happened again. I kind of freaked out again. And at this point, my mom and I, my mom is adorable and she's very superstitious. Um, I took her to the Stanley hotel with me and she made me sage the room when we first entered. I was like, <laughs> mom, I don't know that this is a i going to set off a fire alarm. <laughs> Honestly, I bet that happens a lot at the Stanley. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they've seen weirder things, but so at this point, we couldn't find a lighter anywhere in my grandparents' house. So we drove to Walmart and we picked up like a little mini lighter and we took some of my grandma's bay leaves and we like tried to burn them in the room and we like laid out some crystals. Um, But it did not work because one of the final nights that we were there, um, at this point, both of us were kind of freaked out because this kept happening to me. And so we were sleeping with the lights on. So, It's the middle of the night, but the lights are fully on in this room. And I had woken up. And so I'm fully awake at this point, just like trying to fall back to sleep. And I kid you not. So I had my legs kind of curled up into my body. And then I decided to stretch out. So I reached my foot down towards the end of the bed. I felt what Mm -hmm. I can only describe as someone's hand tickling my foot. Mm -hmm. (gasps) And it was... I... Yanked my foot back up towards my body and I just groaned. I was like, uh uh-huh. and my mom was asleep at this point and she kind of woke up and asked what was wrong. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. Just go back to sleep. Don't yeah, want it. I was like, no, it. no, <laughs> go back to sleep. Um and I oh, I checked God. under, you know, the covers thinking maybe it was a sock bundled up down there or like maybe i don't know like the sheet had come under <laughs> trying to rationalize yeah. it and there yeah. was no reason the sheets were tucked into the bed there was no oh my gosh there was no foreign object down there that I could find <laughs> it's weird and I'm
1: oh my god that's so it's weird because it like it's super unsettling but like the tickling of a foot almost sounds like maternal or guardian esque but but the shaking you awake stuff doesn't it's scary.
4: Yeah. Well, and it was so bizarre because it all started out with that dream. So I was like, is this some sort of presence of a woman? I mean, one other thing that I had thought about is, um, last December, my uncle unfortunately passed away. Um, it it was just an accident. They were cutting down trees on his property and it was very sad. He got hit in the head and he died instantly. Yeah. It was was horrible. Um, Oh, that's so tragic. Yeah. yeah, Just, Oh, Oh, it's okay. I mean, it was very hard on the family. I wasn't personally that close with him. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was It was just awful. You know, you, you're never expecting something like that to happen. So that did kind of cross my mind. I was like, is this maybe like my uncle trying to get someone's attention? You know, like he did grow up in this house. So it's not impossible. But the real kicker for me is right. that on the last day that we were there, my, oh, Sabrina, you would love it. My grandparents have so many cats, like seven, seven to nine. (laughs) I kind of lost. And they're indoor outdoor cats. So, you know, they just kind of come and go. But some of the cats were in this upstairs bedroom and I was letting them out for the morning. And that bedroom used to belong to one of my aunts, who is a very bad hoarder. And so there's just a bunch of junk in there. And as I open the door to let the cats out, I go in to, you know, kind of coax one of them out. And on top of the fridge in there is a doll with, like, a porcelain doll with red eyes. Like, the eyes were painted red. Oh, um, I know? do not why? I don't know. Who did that? I do not understand. What a weird choice. Yeah, I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah, exactly. Why would anyone choose to bring this into their home?
1: Or maybe it wasn't, the eyes were not originally red, but when it became possessed by a spirit, they turned red by themselves. Ew,
4: no. <laughs> Ew, what if
2: it like outstretched its little porcelain hand and dipped a paintbrush and painted <laughs> <eye>. oh, <laughs>
4: itself? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, so many <laughs> possibilities. But, so I couldn't help but wonder, I was like, maybe, because to me, this, like whatever was messing with me, I almost had a feeling that it was some sort of female energy and so I don't know, it, it definitely could have been a familial thing, but that doll, I was like, Mm-mm. I am so happy that we are going home tonight into my doll free home because, <laughs> and it was, it was so bizarre. It was sitting on top of a fridge by itself. There were no other like, dolls or any other antiques around it. So it was just very yeah. strange, but yeah, I never don't figured it that. out. My mom has gone back and stayed there without me since that happened. And she said that nothing happened to her this go around. So I don't know if it's me (laughs) and if something was specifically trying to reach out to me or if there's just kind of something hanging around there. But, oh, it was, it was so strange. I've never had anything like that happen since I talk in my sleep. Well, but yeah, other than that, I, I don't typically wake up feeling like I'm being shaken awake. Thankfully.
1: Wow. Yeah, I'm so curious what it could have been, and it's frustrating to not have any answers. Like, was it tied to the woman in the dream, or is there a spirit in the house, or is it attached to the doll? It's just so hard to know.
4: Yeah, exactly. I I have no idea. But it's I am awful. glad
1: that was that, and that you haven't had anything since then.
4: Yes, I agree. I do have lots of other stories. I um, you'll you'll have to try and find one of my emails I sent to you. I I, it's from a while ago. I want to say it was called um. I think I called it my insidious apartment. Um, Ooh. Okay. I'm I'm screenshotting right now. Oh,
1: it's mine.
2: (laughs) She beat me (laughs) too. You got one last
4: week. This one's
2: okay. Fine. 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 Fine.
4: that one is um another very crazy story. Um and it kind of has a little bit of a twist ending. So yeah, you'll have to check out. Okay, amazing. Oh yes. I just put them in my folder. Amazing. Ah, well, thank you guys Stashed so much away. for bringing me up. This thank was, you, Bri. I like can't believe I'm talking you? to you guys because to be honest, you're my gym motivation. Like I I don't oh, let wow. myself listen to the podcast unless I'm going to the gym. All right. Can you wow. start a podcast so that I can listen to that? So that I can get to the oh my gosh. Just... Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just for you, Corinne. Oh, wow. You, love that. Thank, Thank you worries. for sharing thanks, your stories guys. of the toe tickler.
5: We oh yeah. oh it.
4: my gosh, the toe tickler. Anytime. <laughs> Maybe tonight <laughs> thanks, you will come Bri. tickle yeah. your toes.
5: Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Thanks, guys. Have a good Thank night. You. Bye. going to have to start charging for these Toe tickles. Five dollars.
1: When, when we share a room at the hotel in Austin, I'm going to tickle your toes late at night and step <laughs> under the bed so you wake up and you're like, who's doing that? Oh, man. Should we like record as we're sleeping? Get one of those like snore apps that records you snoring in case any noise happens?
2: Only if we listen back to it after we leave the hotel. Because I'm telling you, if we capture anything while we're there, I would just perish. I, I wouldn't be able
1: to keep. <laughs> going on okay i wouldn't be we able can, to sleep i sleep outside later. on a bench i would feel safer there that's fine we can listen later but we should still do it and okay. i'll do it on my phone so you're okay. not tempted to listen okay perfect before we leave what if we get something embarrassing
2: what if we like start well or, like, then it's only you sleep. and i
1: <laughs> well then it's only for you and i I'm, no, I'm more scared of that now than the ghost <laughs> i don't want to be embarrassed then i'll have blackmail <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my gosh okay so i said i'm gonna bring up emily and then if someone has an alien story to end with will you throw an alien in the chat oh
2: yeah round it out world contact day and then we gotta figure out a way to like beam this recording up into
1: space well i'm hoping that they're listening right now okay kin was first we have a few people we'll go emily and then kin awesome all right. Hi Emily. Hi. Oh my God, you unmuted before I even saw you come up. Okay. So quick. So I, was
7: like, I was so scared to like not get unmuted. <laughs> I'm like not fine. I bet you're <laughs> no, you,
2: you get the you currently have the trophy, number one place for unmuting the quickest.
7: <laughs> I uh I think my anxiety for that
2: <laughs> <laughs> well we started. We started telling people like when they were coming up on deck because of that reason. Because we were both thinking like we would be so scared to just randomly be brought up and not know when we're coming up. So hopefully that helps a little. Oh, yeah. It helps a lot. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome. We're happy to have you here. And what's your dog's name? Oh, it's Athena. Athena.
1: That's what has told her spirit guide's it's name cool. was. Yes. When I was
2: 16 in Santa Cruz, I went and got a past life reading and a card reading. And the woman told me that my spirit guide is named Athena. Oh, so that's cool. <laughs> I don't know any Athenas, but now I feel like I know your dog and my spirit guide. And that's enough <laughs> for me. She lives up to the goddess name. She, she <laughs> thrives off of war. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So cute. All right, well, we're curious to hear what sort of experiences you have.
7: So the first thing is that I wanted you to ask your ghost to let me actually have access to like all the podcasts in the past because he's currently locked me out because every time I put it onto your profile, it like closes the whole app out. And I'm like, oh.
1: (sighs) On what platform? It's on
7: uh, Amazon.
1: What the heck? Have you tried (laughs) anywhere else? Like maybe Spotify?
7: I tried it on my boyfriend's Spotify and it does the same thing. And it's really weird. I'm like, why are you locking me out? (laughs) (sighs)
1: Right, Why? Okay. Well, you're you're not blocked here.
7: I know. Um, so my okay. story. Um, so it happened really recently. So um, my friend wanted to go to an antique shop in Columbus, Ohio, and so we were there. And every time I go to an antique store, I like purposely go there if I'm not wanting to like, have anything in mind. I so I grew up in the Masonic Lodge, like all their youth groups and stuff. So like I go there to find paraphernalia on there. So it can go Mm -hmm. home with me instead of someone that's, like, thinks that the Masonic law Mm -hmm. is, like, crazy people. (laughs) So.
2: Well, that's good. I'm glad (laughs) you're going and hunting down those items.
7: And um, so originally, I was just walking around, went into this one room. And I, like, turned, thought I saw old lady's face. And then so I whipped back around. It was just Coke bottles. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then, like, I want to say on the other side of the antique store, I was looking at, I found a um, Grandmaster's, like, ring for the Masonic Lodge, so it has, like, the Mason symbol and all that stuff, but, like, in the corner of my Mm -hmm. eye, I just see, like, this black shadow walk across with my view, and I was like, okay, that's whatever, like, I'm, like, used to it (laughs) because my mom's clairvoyant, and I can just feel energies, so I was like, okay, whatever, I don't care. And uh-huh. then, like a week later, my boyfriend, who doesn't believe in any of this, was like, "Yeah, there was like this black mass in our like, kitchen." I'm like, "Oh, lovely." And then, like, I was like, "Okay, maybe he's just playing with me." But then he like brought it up again because he saw him again, and I'm like, "Great." <laughs> so. Basically, my friend who's a witch and I went to a metaphysical shop, got everything to cleanse my whole apartment. So hopefully um, I don't have a shadow person in my apartment anymore. Cause like How last recent week, was this? Like we
1: oh my age, gosh. Like, Sunday. So you brought something home this with is you. fresh.
7: <laughs> yeah. Basically, like I didn't ask him if he can come home with me. He was just like, I'm going to come home with you, but not let you know and let him
1: know. It's so interesting. It's one of those things where I'm like, I wonder if, Cause you know, when you see like TV shows and stuff where like ghosts can tell when a human can see them and then they're obsessed with getting their attention and, and being around them. Like, I wonder if this spirit knew that you saw it. And so it was like, she noticed me, I'm coming home with Emily.
7: Yeah. Cause I think it was really weird. Cause I don't normally like what freaked me out was mostly I saw it cause I never see anything. It's always like, I feel it, but my mom's like, oh yeah, that's that over there. I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. Well, you'll have to keep us updated. You haven't seen anything since?
7: So I haven't seen anything since, and he hasn't said anything. But the only thing that's <laughs> happened is, like, the day that we did it, our, like, lights are flickering, like, on and off. I'm like, okay. But, I, like, it's not... Ooh, that's pretty it's immediate. It's weird, because, like, all our lights are, like, hooked up to our Alexa, and it, like, you just turn on and off oh, and then like our everything's hooked up to alexa so the next morning our tv paused for like no reason no one paused it it just paused itself and i was like okay so
2: either it's messing with. Me, well i'm glad you guys acted <laughs> as scary as it is to see a shadow person i'm glad you saw that person whatever the thing was at the store and then your boyfriend like vocalized what he was saying to you too because I'm just thinking if he hadn't brought it up if you hadn't realized that the thing came home with you and you let it kind of lay for longer it would have been able to feed on more energy and maybe it would have targeted your boyfriend or one of your friends or you
1: You know. Yeah. But you acted on it quick. It could also be a good spirit. It could. You don't know. It could be good, just appearing like a shadow. But yes, good that you got you. You made it clear that this is your territory.
7: I like make sure I make boundaries because I grew up in like a haunted house, so like, I was like didn't have much boundaries because I was like two when it all started. So I was like.
1: (laughs) Oh. Wow. Okay. Well, it sounds like you have had a lot of experiences, especially with your mom being clairvoyant. I'm sure growing up with that was Mm -hmm. like spirits all the time. Yeah, it wasn't fun. She made fun of this
7: one guy. um, And like, so my town was originally like part of Mexico, obviously, because it was Southern California. It was originally there's adobe. And then like they built like a colonial home onto it. And she was making fun of the guy Mm -hmm. who founded the original house Mm -hmm. because he had a unibrow. And I was like, Mom, that's not cool. Well, as fellow
1: hairy girls, we take offense. Yeah, I that. had a unibrow for a very long time in my life. <laughs> but I, I could grow it back in a day if you wanted me to. <laughs> it was like, for one, like, her daughter,
7: she might be a hairless mole, but, like, all of us, like, she has three girls. We're all, like, hairy girls. I don't know why. She was just like, yeah, let's make fun of that unibrow, even though your sister has one. Emotional trauma. <laughs> yeah, so wow. he ended up getting back at me because I went back, like, this was during the summer, and then in October they do, like, ghost tours. So I went in there and did that and then I start feeling it and then I got sick and I was like, this is your fault, mom, because he got mad at you for making fun of him. So he took it out on me. Yeah, it was weird because like I wasn't sick the whole time. And then when we got to his house, I was like, "Okay, I'm sick. I got to go home.
5: Well, it
1: sounds like you have so many more stories. Will you email them to us as well? We want to we want to know all of them.
7: Yeah, I can. Yeah. And your mom's stories, too. It's going to be a lot.
1: I I can't (laughs) wait
2: or thank you should you. just write a book yeah. Emily's Haunted Life but also
1: share it with all of us yeah, yeah. email it to us yeah. so we can share it with everyone thank you so much Emily okay. thank you for having me on thank you I love all the other hairy ladies in the in the chat I know hairy ladies late. so much for five o'clock shadow more like five o'clock unibrow <laughs> so for now, I could grow my back in a day <laughs> I <can. laughs> oh so good so good All right. Well, it's 5.57, which means we're coming to the end of this, but we will end it with an alien story from Kin. Alien encounters. Aliens. This is our World
5: Contact Day to all of you. Please come abduct me tonight. Hello, alien. Hello, welcome back. Oh, that stupid mute thing always gives me terrors, like every time. I'm like,
3: what the <laughs> heck?
5: I'm, I just never know if it, if it works or not. I know yeah. it's hard. Well, we're happy to have you again. You have a you have an alien encounter. Yeah, this is a really crazy one. I, I was gonna tell two, but we don't have time. So maybe what I'll do is I'll email you the second one. Yeah, it's really crazy. Perfect. Please, I know we
2: need to have like special green room emails. <laughs> story podcast episodes like a yeah, follow up no yeah yeah but
5: yeah so i'll tell you the first story um it's a bit shorter so this is a weird fusion between an alien experience and a sleep paralysis experience which is terrifying more terrifying if you ask me oh. but uh this happened a few years ago and of course uh, i woke up in the middle of the night and found myself unable to move with my head i remember my head being turned to the right and I could see everything in my room. I could see my, my window. And I got this total creepy feeling come over me. And I was like, oh my God, something really weird and bad is going to happen. And all of a sudden, this very strange, uh, it's, it's gross, like this fleshy looking creature that was kind of infused with a glow, like that's the only way I can describe it, it just kind of came oh. through my window. Like yeah. it literally... T- passed through the glass. Like it was nothing. I was like, what the heck is this thing? The whole time. I can't move. I'm just <gasps> stuck there with my head turned to the right. And I'm freaking out because I, I already know its intentions. It's coming up to me to do something to me, to like implant something in me, but I have no control it comes over it Like it comes over to the right, the left side of my bed. Sorry. And it's just standing there sort of peering over me and I'm just like in wild terror, like at this point. And so I'm like, Oh my God, what is this thing going to do to me? It, it like starts to like, take out some kind of instrument, some kind of device. Um, and it, it's so weird. Like, I don't even know what this is, how to describe this. Cause I'm just aware of all the details going on and sensory feelings and it's presence, but I have no idea what it's actually doing to me, but it seems to insert something through my left ear. And I can feel that this is some kind of, it just feels like it's some kind of electronic device. It sounds crazy. Cause I would never tell this to anyone. Like I would never share this with anyone. I don't want to sound like a loony person, but this is all that is happening in this whole sleep paralysis experience. So that's, Right. This is terrifying. This
1: is not sleep paralysis. This, this is, is an hard. abduction. I f- I think yeah, 100% you're abducted. Abduction
5: like at home. It's like it's like, you know, we're not taking you anywhere. We're just going to do the whole procedure in your house, you know? Yeah. So, um so this is happening, it puts this thing in my ear, which I feel it's putting it in my brain. It's terrifying. And then when I wake out of this, it doesn't happen gradually. It's like instant. Like I literally open my eyes and I'm awake and I'm like, this whole thing just happened. Like it was very real. As you know, these sleep paralysis things don't, for me mostly and other people, I'm sure it doesn't just like go into a dream and then, you know, you forget about it. For me, I usually wake up instantly when I have these encounters with entities. So that's not even the craziest part of the story. The craziest part of the story is first of all, I was traumatized for months because of this, as anyone would be. I went to see an osteopath, like a healer, And she knew something was up and I was like, look, I had the most terrifying Mm -hmm. experience. I don't want to tell you all the details. I just need help right now because I feel like I'm going crazy and no one, no one's there. And I don't want to tell anyone this story because it's so weird. And she did work on me energetically and it was the craziest thing. Oh my God. She stops in the middle and she's like, okay. I'm getting a pull on your left side. Like she went over to the side where the being was standing and she's like, There's something here. Like she's trying to tell me. Yeah. There's some kind of energetic thing. Oh I'm God. like, what is it? I'm like, she didn't know. And she's she's not like I didn't want to share that experience with her because I'm like, I, I don't know who's gonna believe this or not. But yeah. And so she really didn't know what it was. She just knew that there was something there. So that, that was the craziest part of the story is that somebody else could energetically see something there. So I have no idea whether, what it was that they put in me and whether it screwed me up somehow, but it's, that is my experience. And I don't even, oh my gosh, this is, Ugh, oh I just gosh. wish
2: the aliens came out with like a tell all book telling us all of their intentions because it's something like this where I'm like <laughs> my first thought is like oh is it a tracker so that they know you know what's going on and can monitor you but then also I'm like all right well this being yeah. just evaporated basically and brought itself through your walls and was able to manipulate energy and your surroundings so why would they even need something like that like wouldn't they already now, how? I don't
5: know. I, I've thought... I'm spiraling. Thing, and I wondered whether it was some kind of mind-altering thing. I just don't want to go into the territory where I start thinking something is affecting me in that way. So Right. And you're like not trusting your own yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Just too much. I'm like, no, I'm not right. going there. So uh, long and short, what did happen is I did end up doing a lot of healing around it. And I actually went and did ayahuasca in like Peru and everything. And... Uh, Oh, I had some crazy ayahuasca experiences. That's like another oh I'll email those
1: Okay. Well, I want to hear, Ken, I just want to like, can we go
5: to dinner? Can we, I'm asking you on a date again. I, I just want to know everything about your life. Oh God, some Crazy uh, travel stories. Like I've, I've worked with a lot of medicine, like healing plant medicine. So I do have a lot of stories in that regard. I can say that it's definitely a life changer. So if anyone who's listening is considering it, just uh, there's a lot to study on it, and you have to be careful with these, but they're they're definitely a catalyst to growth, you know? So, yeah, but I would love to share in an email or something. I'll send them to you, yeah,
1: please. Wow. oh my gosh. I am so sorry this happened. i'm I'm hopeful. just here here's a positive spin. If there was an implant, if there is an implant, we've read stories before where, people who have like been taken by aliens and like healed by them. So maybe it's like monitoring your health and maybe if anything happens to you,
5: aliens will come to heal you. I hope so. <laughs> I really want to believe that it's a positive thing and not some kind of malicious intent, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah I hope so.
2: Maybe you're a star seed in there and they're just looking out for their fellow
5: I've always Sold. wondered that too. It's like, do I have some connection to the stars? Because I've always felt really connected to aliens, and I just feel like I've been somewhere else before, you know, in another star system, in some other life. <laughs> <laughs> You're a star seed.
2: Have you ever done any like past life regression? I have actually. Hypnosis yes,
5: on my ayahuasca. I even saw my my uh, past lives like in ayahuasca. It was crazy. I can't. I saw how my friends. One of my friends, I mentioned her before, Sarah. Her and I have like a huge connection in a past life. So, um, we saw, I saw that all when I was on the ayahuasca trips. Uh, oh my uh, God. Will you send us Can an we email. You need to email uh, us. Yes, because yes. I'm just, yeah, I'm envisioning us
2: right now doing like a whole themed encounters where we do, you know, ayahuasca or healing plants or like re- right. regression, hypnosis, all of that. So, this would be an amazing thing to start with.
5: Yeah. It's wow. Amazing. I need this to. This is know. so exciting. Wow. I never thought.
1: Oh Thank God. you so much for sharing. No problem. And on World Contact Day of all days. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Synchronicities, <laughs> so fitting. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, well, here's hoping that the aliens leave you alone, or if they are coming back, it's only for for good, positive. I think so. Yeah. Happy
5: happy things, happy things. Yeah. Thank you so much. You, I love the Podcast. I love everything you do. By the way, just one my <laughs> oh,
2: oh. Thank you, and thanks for coming every week. We see you in the chat, yeah, so
1: you.
4: we appreciate
1: it. Thank you. Have a good yeah. evening. Thank you, Ken. All right, everybody. Wow. Happy World what Contact day. day. What an episode.
2: What a night. Put good vibrations out your window and yes. into the sky. Tell you all the make, aliens send them, hello. Send them my way
4: if you don't mind.
2: <laughs> and well. Sabrina lives in Los Angeles, so you can direct them there. Yes, yes, yes. Away from Boston, because I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I am into the mermaids and the trolls right now. So yeah. And Bigfoot always. Yeah, always.
1: That's standard. Um, okay. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. We're not we'll going to have to talk a- about Austin. We'll talk about our haunted weekend. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
2: I've been screenshotting in the chat a couple of things that people have mentioned. I did too. So, okay. Amazing. Okay. Thank you guys for your suggestions. Wow. Thank you for being so open and honest and sharing all of these experiences with us and contributing to this community. We're so incredibly appreciative and we're so stoked that we get to come here live every single week and hear from you guys and share this with you. So we'll see you next week. Thank you. And we will
1: see
2: you on the other
1: side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night, hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire
2: Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.